the Great Lakes have these sort of cyclical flows where you'll have lower times of lower water levels, times of higher water levels. And that's basically, again, tied to precipitation. But what we're seeing now is this really drastic shift between low lake levels. In 2013, we had historic low levels. And now here we are in 2019 with historic high water levels. So what kind of problems does that cause? Well, the, the high lake levels can be very dangerous in terms of different what they call coastal hazards, so flooding. You know, if you have a, a wind direction shift or high winds blowing, which we've already seen um, this spring here in Michigan on, on Lake Erie, Lake St. Clair, and Lake Ontario, where you have homes that are flooded, roads washed out, potential uh, erosion problems along the shoreline. It also impacts beaches. If you have an inch or two change in water level in some areas, that can dramatically decrease the amount of shorefront and beach that you have. Um, so it makes it harder for people to walk along the shore to enjoy the, enjoy the beaches in the summer. Um, and then when you look at low water levels, that has more impacts uh, potentially economically because ships can't carry as much cargo. Um, when you have lower water levels, they can't fit through the channels, so they have to carry lighter loads. And that's what was happening back in 2013 where there was this, um, you know, a, a lot of alarms being, being raised about, gosh, we're, we're going to have all these increases in cost of goods because the ships can't carry as much cargo on the Great Lakes. Well, and if lake level are too low, that can also hurt recreation, like Absolutely. boating and fishing. Uh, so is there any benefit to higher lake levels? Well, it's it's definitely good um, that we're, we're not seeing, um, you know, times of drought. I mean, there's there's always challenges with these precipitation changes. Um, this is going to be a very difficult uh, planting season for a lot of farmers um, all around the Great Lakes region. Um, so that's, you know, one negative. But as far as the lakes themselves, I mean, it, it's it's good to have these sort of historic changes because a lot of um, wildlife and plant life, they're actually tied to these changes. You'll have certain plants that only bloom and that only reproduce when there's times of lower lake levels. So you have these sort of cyclical changes that are really important to our ecosystem, how it's evolved over the last few thousand years. Do higher lake levels help with, say, diluting algae or preventing stagnant water where mosquitoes can breed and waste can collect? Well, it is good that you can sort of you know flush out some maybe stagnant areas of water, but the the thing with the the higher lake levels now that we're seeing is that there's actual concerns of more runoff from urban areas and also the key point is from agricultural areas where we're going to see more runoff of fertilizers getting into Lake Erie because of all this precipitation. So the concern is that we're going to have um, a bigger algae bloom in Lake Erie this year because of all of this rain, the time that the rain's been occurring, and that all of that fertilizer is just getting washed into Lake Erie. So yes, I mean, it's good to sort of recharge the system, refresh it with with some snowmelt and some rainwater, but that also carries with it pollutants and contaminants from the shore that get into the water as well. We talked a little bit about uh, the problems that folks on the lake shores uh, have been dealing with this spring. What, if anything, can they do about it? Uh, and would insurance cover damages caused by high lake levels? Well, for the insurance question, that really depends on the policy. Um, in a lot of areas, your, your homeowner's policy may not include flood insurance or insurance for something like wave action, big waves coming in and breaking on the shore of your property. So that'd be something that I think individuals have to check their policies and see what they have. Uh, particularly if you're not in a, in a flood zone area, then you're not likely to have flood insurance. So that's something to look at. Um, you know, there are a big boom in the businesses that do shoreline armoring, where they're actually putting steel plates along the shore, uh, like a seawall type of situation, or bring in big rocks to try and hold in some of that earth when the waves come in and wash away some of the, the sand and gravel and things along the shore. Um, so yeah, you can do some of those physical changes. But this is really, it's interesting, you know, when we look at the Great Lakes, but then when you talk about 
ocean levels and global climate change, it's the same sort of problems. I mean, you, a small change in water levels can really have drastic impacts on the shoreline. So when we talk about climate change and, and sea levels maybe rising five, six inches over time, I mean, that can have really dramatic impacts along the coast. As we're seeing here in the Great Lakes with this time of historic high water levels, we're seeing significant erosion and threats to our infrastructure from high lake levels.